You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM with Kieran Audula, and we're going to talk about how the restaurant industry is doing so far this year and how business owners in Vancouver would like the pandemic patios to be permanent. We are now speaking to Ian Tostenson, president and CEO of the British Columbia Restaurant and Food Services Association. Ian, thank you for joining us this morning. Absolutely. Nice to talk to you again. Now tell us, how is the restaurant industry feeling about this year? You know, we had uh, we were looking back at some numbers for this holiday season, and I think uh, it's pretty clear that we were certainly at 2019 levels, that's pre-pandemic, maybe a little bit more. We saw an incredible enthusiasm for people that wanna, wanted to go out uh, during the holiday season. Um, they were spending, they, restaurants were full. And... Um, Interestingly, I think that it, it sort of showed that this pent-up demand that we have is not over, that we that so many people miss so much of going out and the social occasions that they went on in droves. I was in Victoria a couple of weeks ago, and there was a, there's a dining event that we do in Victoria right now, and there was an opening sort of gala evening and tasting. 500 people came out at $100 a piece. It was sold out, and people were coming in going, it's so nice to go out again and be with people. So that's playing in our favor, despite the sort of economic malice around us. Um, things are looking actually quite good for us right now. It's nice to hear that, too, because you look at it in the news and you hear about inflation, especially the impact of the cost of food. And, you know, restaurants want to try to keep, you know, their prices to be fair. But, of course, they've got their costs as well. So how are restaurants navigating that situation in particular? I think the worst is over. Um I saw some stuff yesterday. A restaurant said, "You know, we were, you know, we were tracking a 10, 11 percent increase on our supplies, and now we're seeing our next uh, forward purchasing is around four or five percent. So that's that's almost 50 percent reduction in the cost. So costs are coming down. Supply lines are getting better, and uh, and I think in terms of how we dealt with this, well, a lot of cases it was passed on." But it wasn't passed on to the point like it might be if you had a $17 item, maybe it went to $18. So it wasn't like a complete sticker shock. But the other thing that, that the industry does so well is to sort of provide other alternatives. So we saw people are going out right now and they're sharing and they're doing more snacky stuff and they might be heading out towards happy hours. So they're finding different economic ways to, to go out and the restaurants are responding with you know different offerings that might be at a slightly different price point that kind of keep the public interested in this. So despite all the things around us, it, it looks pretty happy. We have a long way to go in terms of restoring you know the damage economic damage that was done. And of course we have major issues right now continuing with labor and labor shortages and we're trying to address that as you know slowly. But, um, you know, I, I think this industry is just hats off to it. I just It amazes me at times on how, how determined they are to get through these sort of things. And um, we're coming out the other side, which is, which is what I'm quite grateful for. And Ian, one of the things you mentioned there was, you know, hiring workers. I mean, that's become a big issue across the industry. So how is the restaurant industry, you know, trying to be creative and creating incentives, encouraging people, you know, to work in restaurants? There's some campaigns that will be starting, which is talking about, you know, the benefits to, you know, your first-time job in a restaurant, you know, what it brings, all the experiences you get, even beyond that, you know, even beyond a first-time job, which is a great place to work in terms of flexibility for students, 
for moms that have got kids at home, they want to pick up some extra hours. So we, we've got to reintroduce that to people that, you know, th- those jobs are there, they're unique, and, and they're well-paid. I mean, the restaurant industry, unlike maybe five years, six years ago, um, it's well-paid right now because of the demand and supply. The the other side of this is we're working uh, with, with governments on skilled foreign workers. Unfortunately, a provincial government let us down in a huge way in that every, every um, employer needs to be certified or, rec- pardon me, uh, as a certificate to be able to bring in a skilled foreign worker or a, a foreign worker, which is great. But they are so far behind. They were processing a couple hundred applications. Now they're processing a couple thousand applications per month. And that's holding us up. So um, we've got the pressure on the provincial government to sort of get going here because they're holding it up. But we will get through this, but it's going to take us some time. But anybody that's listening and they've got someone at home that's looking for a job or an interesting job or some flexibility, great earnings ability, meet some people, uh, head, you know, literally head down to your local restaurant and say, I'm here to help because they need the help right now. Mm-hmm. And now another thing, of course, the pandemic has changed so much of the restaurant industry. And one of them was incorpor- incorporating these patios that we're seeing outside a lot of restaurants, particularly in the city of Vancouver. And now yeah. there are many businesses in Vancouver that would like to see that permanent. What impact do you know patios have for businesses? You know, the, I was just talking to a business owner who has patios and their number is six to ten thousand dollars per seat is what uh, a, a, a restaurant, a patio seat will, will, um, will earn during the life of the summer. And so if you've got 50 seats, so that's a fair amount of revenue. You also, and people say, well, yeah, you're shifting, you know, um, and this is another interesting thing I learned this morning, but you're shifting seating from inside to outside, so what's the incremental? The incremental is that people hang out in patios, you know, right now they go to a restaurant, they have lunch, they leave, they go back to work or wherever. But when it's sunny outside, people tend to go, you know what, let's have a glass of wine, a glass of beer, another soda, let's have some more snacks. So they'll stay longer, and, and, and on a really nice day, they'll probably stay the whole afternoon. So you get a lot more incremental revenue out of a patio seat than you would indoor. If you don't have a patio and it's sunny outside, you are virtually guaranteed you're not going to be busy at all. So they're, they're incredibly important. Um, the city of Vancouver right now is, is looking at two things, um, what we call their seasonal patio program, which is on public lands, and then their permanent patio program, which is on private lands. So we're, we're sort of saying to the mayor and council, let's, let's get going here. Uh, it's getting close to April. Get these regulations in place. Keep them common sense. Um, don't make them overly prescriptive and keep the cost down and let us go ahead and make the culture, because that is a major part of the culture of any city. And if we talk about bringing people back down to their work spots in, in Vancouver in particular, because we're not quite there yet, you know, patios are a great draw for tourism and also, you know, just the general public. Mm-hmm. And now, Ian, especially for us, this is a question I always like to ask you, but how important is it for everybody in the community to go out there and support their local restaurants? You know, it's incredibly, I mean, a, a small little restaurant could be, uh, they, they could have like 10, 20, 30 people. It's amazing, it even amazes me, how the smallest of restaurants could have a staff of 10 or 15, and those 10 or 15 or it could be students, or you know, they, 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 they could be workers from abroad, but they do terribly rely on 
on that, you know, on that income, on those hours, on those tips, as well does the business owner. So it, it's really important. Right now throughout um, British Columbia, so in the Okanagan and Victoria, and then with Destination Vancouver, of course, Dino, there's three major dino events going throughout the province. And it's giving the people to a chance to come out, um, try different menus at different price points because they tend to be fixed pricing. And that's really been well received this year too, you know, in terms of this is the first time, like this time last year, we were still into masks, mask, imagine that, masks and vaccination mandates a year ago were still in place. And it wasn't until March of 2022 that they came off. So we're, we're really operating in a much freer environment than we have in the past and it feels good. Ian, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? No, I mean, to the public, um, we are so grateful for their support. We have been for, you know, well, ever, but, you know, the pandemic and now. And, um, you know, we'll continue to try to do a good job and make sure everybody has a great experience and, and be very mindful of the economics. So thank you to all your listeners. Oh, you're so welcome. And you take care. Yeah, I sure will. Take care of yourself. Bye.